in an, it's almost arrogance, but not in a bad way. The arrogance of Apple to just say, everybody knows we're forced to do this. We don't care. <laughs> this is how we're telling our story. And yeah. I think there's a little bit of a beauty to that. She walks down the street, knocking them dead. Store window dummies even turn their heads. Showed off. Powerful stuff as we start off episode number 169 <laughs> with a little fabulous Thunderbirds for you. That ought to wake you up. It sure did me. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, let's call him the patron saint of promotional products. The one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the blue and white striped are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. I got my Adidas. I'm repping my Adidas today. No, I'm doing real well. Just um, trying to kind of kick it off, you know, fall here. I finally uh, yeah. hit, hitting that season. And it's been kind of kind of nice, actually, kind of getting away from the heat a little bit. And uh, good. yeah, things are things are going pretty well for me, buddy. How about you? Things are good. It's been an interesting week. Uh, I think probably my guess is you have up front, you'll probably be talking about that as my guess. Mm -hmm. um, but it's been a good week. Uh, busy. Getting ready for the second promo cruise, uh, sailing uh, five weeks uh, from tomorrow as this comes out. So sailing on November the 4th. Mm -hmm. Great list of suppliers. Fantastic uh, group of distributors. So really excited about that. But, you know, as we're rapidly approaching the end of the year, Carbine, you referenced it. Uh, when you're talking about how it's kind of fall. Yeah. <laughs> I know this might shock you, but it got me to thinking a little bit. And, <laughs> um, you know, as we're kind of short on time for the end of the year, Kirby. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, 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 here, here's the thing. We're entering that home stretch. And it's yeah. really the most important. There's two most important parts of the year. The beginning of the year, when you got to get out of the gate quick. And the end of the year, when you got to finish strong. And so now is the time to do that. Exactly that. Focus on finishing strong. And as always, our friends at PXP Solutions, Bruce Jolish, they have some suggestions to help. They shared with them last month, but they thought it was important enough to share them again real quick. Okay. Review your prospects. Has anything fallen through the cracks? Focus on quality, not quantity. Quantity in the beginning of the year is probably a smart play. Quality at the end of the year is definitely the smart play. Right. Never end a conversation without a plan for the next step. Love that. Get laser focused on a niche within your market and target market. Um, and then, of course, if you have apparel decorating needs, don't forget to call our pals over at PXP Solutions because they can handle all of your apparel decorating needs. Now, Kirby, I know you love little reminders like that. Kind of, even though we we intuitively know what they are, it's a great thing to to get. Dude, one of the things that you've heard me say it a million times, my favorite quote in the world is the greatest distance yeah. in the world is the distance between I know and I do. Yeah. So right. when I hear those reminders, I'm like, okay, yeah, A, it's a good reminder for me. B, it's a great reminder yeah. for me to remind my staff. And, and you know, a C or three or four, it's also a, a really good reminder that the best fourth quarters happen with the best suppliers. And so I appreciate well, it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So this is the time to enter that final sprint to hit your goals for 2023. Your efforts and your focus will be rewarded. And when that final push includes some amazing, unique, and creative decorated apparel, give our pal Bruce Jolish a call at 214-226-3105. That's right. That's his personal cell phone number, folks. 
And uh, hopefully he realizes we actually do have two more listeners because people are going to call him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he and his team at PXP Solutions would love nothing more than to help you close up the year strong. Of course, you can email him at bruce at pxpsolutions.com. Now, Kirby, you have up front today. I have no idea what you might be talking about. Please shock me. So big news, right? One of the things that we have talked about on this podcast, and you're usually the one that brings it up, is to say that, you know, we would be tone deaf if we didn't bring up certain topics. And I think today's one of those days, and I think it, while it probably is going to make you uncomfortable, tough. Uh, so PPAI has made a big announcement, the Icon Award winners. Um, and they've actually talked about their plans to honor them uh, as mm -hmm. well, and it's changing up at Expo. But the Hall of Fame inductee, uh, for yep. the 2024 Icon Awards, PPAI Hall of Fame inductee is Dave DeGreff. And yep. so congratulations to Dave. Very excited about, uh, that's such a huge honor, right? Absolutely. Uh, Dave, Dave's a great guy. I've had an opportunity to work with him a little bit when he was uh, the uh, uh, executive director at uh, HPPA, nice. uh, always willing to volunteer his time. And he's just a, a really tremendously nice guy. Not as well known as a lot of people mm -hmm. uh, are, but I tell you what, that guy, you can't tell a story of the promotional products industry without David. Dave DeGraff. So congratulations to him for sure. Absolutely. So congratulations, Dave. And then the other award is the PPAI Distinguished Service Award. And the recipient, I have it right here, is Bill Petrie. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. And and so I, I think you said you're going to plan on asking me a couple questions I before am. you do. Yeah. A couple things. Number one, I'm tremendously honored. Um, uh, it uh, you you nominated me. Uh, yeah, the, the, the nominator yeah. was super handsome for sure. Very very <laughs> attractive, very sassy, quite frankly. <laughs> um, so we're recording this Thursday morning. The announcement actually is coming out Thursday afternoon. So I'm kind of sitting on pins and needles. I wonder how people are going to react. I'm a little I'm a little off kilter about that. Um, but uh, you know, one of the things I did want to share though before you launch into your you know, the, the questions people are demanding that you ask <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> is that um, I had no idea. Um, truth be told, I had zero idea you nominated me. That's 100% accurate. That's true. Yeah. Um, the things you wrote about, um, uh, I appreciate maybe you'll touch on those in the questions. So I'm not going to to say anything there. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, as well, you should be. Uh, this is a big deal. And it, I think it's, it's as a side note, I think it's one of the things that I get excited about in our industry when we recognize those people who um, work tirelessly, often behind the scenes, but sometimes, you know, putting themselves out there to make the industry better. And we've had some amazing folks who have uh, been honored with this award. Um, so yeah, you're right. I would like to ask you a couple questions if that's okay. It is okay. And hopefully people can hear me better since I changed my microphone. Uh, so I'm so, I'm so off kilter. I am so off kilter. I did not set up my, uh, my amazing podcast studio as I do normally. So yeah. no, it's good. All right. So let's, let's just, I, this is the kind of the, the question you hear people, the reporter ask afterwards, okay. like when you, when somebody okay. receives an honor like this. So what, what does something like this mean to you? You know, I'm going to go probably more in depth on this on a blog. I'm going to write about it, obviously. Um, I think what it means to me, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about it this morning and so much of, you know, being given this honor is, you know, you you help people, you reach out, you you try to elevate others. 
And a big part of that is I get huge satisfaction out of helping others. So many people have helped me. Hmm. Uh, I would feel very uh, uh, dirty, wrong if I didn't do the same thing for others. And the other thing is, uh, it's a testament to the power of not being able to say no, quite frankly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's a little truth to that. It's a joke, but there's a little truth to that. You know, one thing I learned from you a long time ago is if it's not a hell no, hell yes, it's a no. And mm. I have applied that, but I still Difficult. have that affinity. If someone is, has the courage to ask me for help, um, I feel very bad unless it's just cannot work out time-wise. I feel bad saying no. So I'm, I'm pretty easy, Mark. <laughs> no, that's fair. So, and actually it kind of leads nicely into my next question, which is, look, you've been doing this for a long time and you alluded to it. But you could easily say, look, I've done my part. And and I'll be right. candid. There have been times where, like, I, you know, I've done a lot of volunteering, like, locally and whatever. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, it's someone else's turn. So right. why do you still do it? Because you still, I mean, you've served on Promo Kitchen. You've served uh, on right. all the regionals. You've been on the rack board. You've been, like, you've served. There's a reason you're getting yeah. this award. So why do you yeah. still do it? Because it means something to give back to others. I think the greatest gift anybody can give anybody else is time. Mm -hmm. uh, I know as the older I get, you know, what I crave with my children is, is time. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. the greatest gift they can give me. So the greatest gift I can give to others if they want it is my time. Now, I will say this, as I have gotten older, as I've had more experiences, I'm also more protective of mm -hmm. my time. Yeah. And so if, if I am working with, you know, if I'm mentoring someone, there are parameters on that. And, yeah. you know, if, for example, if meetings are missed and things like that, without any sort of pre pre notice, um, I'll end that because yeah. that's not valuing my time. Right. right. So um, I, I'm a little protective of that, but again, it's, it's one of those things I, I would be selfish if I didn't do continue to do it. If people also, I'll be honest with you, Kirby, it makes me feel good that people yeah. value my opinion enough. And I have snowed enough people in this <laughs> industry to think that I actually know something that they want to come to me to ask these things. So it's, it's an odd, that in itself is a daily honor. You know, the yeah. fact that it's being recognized, especially when I didn't know about it, didn't ask for it or anything like that is is really, really interesting. And I'm, I'm struggling with it in yeah. a good way, in a good way. So you've kind of touched on this, but I'm curious to know, like, because, you know, you're being recognized for this. Final question, by the way. Um, sure. What does service look like whether it's for you or for someone else listening to this, what's service look like in our industry moving forward? Oh, that's a good one. I, I, I think I might go back to my uh, answer of time. You know, it, we, we are all so busy. I know, you know, first, one of the things we first talked about when we got on this podcast today before we started recording is right now I am really pressed for time, getting ready for that second sailing the promo cruise, brand of eight. I'm going to Mississippi State this weekend to cook for a couple hundred nice. kids at a tailgate. Awesome. You know, so it's all all good things, but there's only so much time I have in a day. Yeah. And and I can't, you know, you know, I have to protect my own mental health and make sure that uh that I, you know, yeah. get enough time just for me. But I think it's it's making you know I think what what it looks like is focused time. You know, there's nothing that tells me someone respects me more mm -hmm. when I'm having a conversation with them and they're not glancing at their phone yeah. every thirty seconds. They're not looking at their email every forty five seconds. 
So I think that's where you'll see the real people who are really wanting to help in this industry. They're willing to put everything aside that is important to them to make this the most important thing right now. Um, and so I think you're going to see a lot more mentoring and, you know, Perma yeah. Kitchen, that's the gold standard in our industry. They right. have built a mentoring program that not only works, but it's incredibly effective. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of mentoring and I think you're going to see a lot of micro learning. And we talked about that on mm-hmm. a previous podcast, a lot of just quick hit. Hey, can you help me with this specific thing? Because right. I see you as a, I see you as someone who can help me in this space. Maybe it's writing a blog. Maybe it's shooting a video. Maybe it's creating a social media campaign. Maybe it's creating an overall marketing campaign. But I think it's one of those things that it's mm-hmm. going to be more micro learning. Yeah, I think uh, as you mentioned that I I nominated you, and so you know I think you one did. of the things that um, we talk about is like okay, there's the one on one thing, and I think sometimes we don't value, not value, but we don't always think of it as a uh, mentorship or giving back when you uh, create content in the industry as well. Oh, yeah. And that's something that I think, depending on what your area of expertise is, what your level of comfort is, there are a lot of different ways uh, that you can volunteer and mentor. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I would say, and this is not in any of the notes or whatever, mm-hmm. but I've seen the industry evolve in this where distributors are much more willing to help other distributors than they used to be even 10 yep. years ago. And I think Absolutely. that you are one of the reasons for that. So congrats oh, thank and thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I'll t- if I could touch on that, because you're right. Sure. You know, when, when Kevin Walsh, the current chair of PPA, I called me and, mm-hmm. and honestly, I've known about this for six weeks. I didn't tell you I knew. I didn't oh, tell yeah. anybody. Uh, I told my wife. That was about it. And um, one of the things he he said, he said, it was a blog. I just written and he said i really enjoyed that and i said thank you and he yeah, said you sure. know don't ever underestimate the power of what your blogs do in terms of helping people in this industry and right. he made a point that the content that i have created and and, and honestly i pale in comparison to what you do um, but that, that content i created is a big factor in why this award is being given to me and so makes sense you know I, I, you know, it's one of those things I, I don't love when people say I'm honored and humbled. Yeah. I'm not humbled at all. <laughs> I, I don't, well, and I don't mean that in a shitty yeah, way. I'm yeah. honored. It, it's a validation. I'm honored yeah. and validated is what I am. Mm, I like that. And I don't, and again, I don't, and I, I'm, I like to think I'm almost always humble. So mm. I, it's always weird. I find that a very strange juxtaposition that I'm honored and humbled. It seems like something people just say without very little thought to what they're actually mm. saying. Of course, I'm humbled by right. the fact that I'm being recognized, but I'm also validated. And yeah. it feels really good that mm-hmm. writing a blog every week for seven, 10 years, what 12 years now, doing this podcast with you mm-hmm. every week for six and a half years, you know, and, and all the other content that that I do out there has value. That's validating, mm-hmm. yeah. Kirby. That's really, and so I can't thank you enough for nominating me. Mm-hmm. One of the things you wrote is that I take a very difficult and challenging role mm-hmm. in the industry by questioning everything. Yeah. And, but it's a critical one and I, and I agree. And so mm-hmm. I think I made a joke to you the other day when we spoke about this, uh, you know, sometimes you have to be the fly in the ointment a little bit to make sure that uh, other people get recognized and that things do get elevated. So yeah. again, thank you. And I really don't want to talk about it anymore. Congrats, buddy. Thank you, pal. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, hey, you know, lately, I got to stop podcast here for a second. <laughs> okay. All right. If there was a record over there, I'd pull the needle and go. Right, right. right. Yep. 
we've been talking a lot about our pals over at the Kanata Group lately, and, mm-hmm. and for and for frankly, very good reason. Yeah, they've really redefined comfort in the promotional products industry, and from the gorgeous towels to the cozy blankets. From the sublimated home accessories to footwear that truly leaves an impression, Kanata has it all. And then when you add the gorgeous decoration options available, such as full sublimation, embroidery, lasered patch, just to name a few, it's easy to see why both clients and end users love and keep merchandise from Kanata for years, increasing the reach of every single brand. So head over to KanataPromo.com to see all the great merchandise they have to offer. All right, Kirby. Let's talk about the anatomy of a spin. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, let's take a little hard left turn. Love it. Um, I, I, You are an Apple guy, and I don't mm-hmm. mean that as a fanboy, but you tend to have an uh, Apple iPhone. You mm-hmm. have an Apple computer, I believe we're recording on right yep. now. You are an Apple guy. I'm a reluctant Apple guy. I've got, I just, I just have my new, I, my new iPhone 18 or 715, whatever it is. Pro it's Max. A thousand. I, yeah. <laughs> I, iPhone 27, but I have the, I, everything else I have is Mac is PC. It. It, it's, it's, you know, and I keep getting iPhones because I'll be honest with you. I'm lazy. I don't want to learn a new operating system for a phone. That's, that's okay. really the bottom line. I think there are strengths and weaknesses of both uh both uh, device types yep. mm-hmm. yeah so but when apple rolled out the iphone 15 and we knew this was coming mm-hmm. one of their big innovations and, and let's be honest innovation has not really been part of apple for about a decade now mm-hmm. if we're being honest was putting USB-C in the phones right mm-hmm. everybody's rejoicing i am i don't want to carry a lightning cord to plug that in sure um, but I love how they spun it because here's the thing. The reality is they were forced to do it. The European right. union passed a law that by 2024, every device has to have charging via USB-C. They, they government intervened, made it the standard. We talked about this, whether that was overreach, the right thing to do, not doesn't matter for this conversation. It's an is now it doesn't matter. Yep. Apple, during their big rollout that they always do when they announced the new iPhone, said, ah, the same cable can now charge all of your products. And we are making USB-C the universally accepted standard. I have a couple questions. You see, you're, you're more of an Apple guy than I am. I'm, sure, I'm sure. kind of a reluctant, I'm a reluctant Apple guy. Sure. It's a fine device. Do you, do, do, does, what percentage of the audience actually buys that Apple is helping make USB-C a charging standard because it's very bizarre because most of their other devices do charge via USB-C. Yeah. Uh, USB-C. So I would say yeah. the, in answer to your question, what is, what's the, uh, the, to the audience that they're speaking to 50%, yeah. a high number. Okay. Because it's amazing. It's amazing. A, because they are, li- li- that's what they're listening to. They're not paying right. attention to what the European union is doing and all that right. stuff. The other thing I would say is that historically that is something that, that Apple did do. It was one of the things I loved is like, if I bought right. a computer for my wife or a computer for my daughters right. or whatever, they all had the same charging mechanism so that I could do that. Then they stopped <laughs> doing that, which drove me batshit crazy. Cause I was like, damn it, you right. had this right. And then you changed it. So I, my guess is that a percentage of people were like, oh yeah, Apple always does this. Right. Um, I, I understand the difference, but my guess is a high percentage. Yeah, and, and to me, it's very interesting because 
uh, I think for years, Apple was that leader, that, yeah. that technology oh, yeah. leader. I don't view them as such now. That's not to say that they don't innovate. I yeah. believe that they do. I think, you know, whereas the, the Android platform is, if we figured out how this can work in a phone, you're getting it. Yeah. Apple's uh, approach is very much of a, if we figured out how to, you can use it in a phone, we might give it to you, but it's going to be scaled so it's perfect, whatever yeah. their definition of perfect is. And I think that generally leads to the divide, right? Yeah. So, you know, I might have uh, I don't t- five times zoom on my camera now on my phone. Well, that's something that Android users have had for a couple of years. And Apple would argue, probably rightfully <laughs> so, that the more you, you know, if you get to 10 times, it's so pixelated. It's not that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see both sides of it. It's just very interesting. And I just love the fact and in, it's almost arrogance, but not in a bad way. The arrogance of Apple to just say, everybody knows we're forced to do this. We don't care. Yeah. This is how we're telling our story. And yeah. I think there's a little bit of a beauty to that. Well, and the other thing I would say is, it, you know, you and I've talked about this. We were talking about innovation in a different yeah. topic just like a month or so ago. Yeah. Um, and I had said, oh, no, it was it was in the conversation with Bobby and, and, and Mark, I think. Um, okay. And we talked about the idea that, smaller doesn't have the budget to change as quickly right. or innovate as much. And you kind of push right. back on that right. idea that I think this is an example of this. This is Apple. Yeah. It's really hard to continually innovate when you are the market leader, because you know, what it you're is. doing is working. <laughs> it's the right. market no, leader, absolutely. right? Like, so and it, it's, it's and a it costs money to innovate. Yeah, right. So right. if they're, and, but the other thing about, you know, I, and I know your frustration, right? So you have this one cable to charge your phone. You got this other cable to charge everything else. Yeah. Very frustrating. I believe that was a financial move by Apple because they s- sold a lot. They made sure. a lot of money selling. Yeah, HP selling sells things. toner. And yeah. Well, and they're making <laughs> a lot of money selling these. This is yeah, the, yeah. The, US, the lightning to USB-C adapter, $29. Yeah. This does not cost $29. Yeah. Right? This doesn't yeah. cost $5 to make. But- it's, you know, you ever want to know what's really going on? Follow the money. All right, Kirby, the money, you got top, yeah, you got another topic for us? Yeah, we'll make this one a quick one. I just thought this was okay. funny. Uh, so yeah. the headline, Netflix yes. DVD rental ends on yep. Friday. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> it's the end of an era at Netflix, a company that dramatically changed the entertainment industry. Netflix will shut down its mail-order DVD service on Friday, sending out its final red Envelope. envelope yep so what i would say to you is who the hell knew they were still sending out dvds i had no idea so, this was the this was the most bizarre announcement i've ever heard right so <laughs> I, I heard about this and here's what i immediately thought good for them they're actually doing it on their terms and they're making a little bit of publicity on it because uh-huh. you know when blockbuster shuts the last last a uh, video store that wasn't on their terms yeah, so that was somebody right. telling you you got to do you got to shut it down yeah. so it's very rare in a business and again i think we're seeing this a lot more as as things change and evolve so quickly in our society today what once was innovative and awesome like a netflix whether you it was a mail order thing you had your queue of movies yeah. you sent one back you got the next one and so on yep. very innovative it killed blockbuster it absolutely killed blockbuster sure did but they 
they, Netflix they, I can identify my pronouns, had the foresight to shift their business model to streaming. So they have been able to stay on still the cutting edge. Now, we still, we all look at streaming services and we look at Netflix as probably the most bloated one, Doesn't mm-hmm. it's not as cutting edge but they made a dramatic shift in what their business model was to what the future was going to be. I would have some, I would have some semblance of confidence that they might figure out what's next because they've already figured out what was next. So it is an organization to do it. Yeah, you're right. Hundred. Hey, look, it's kind of like changing lead singers in a band. That's quite honestly. And if I could draw an interesting <laughs> parallel to Van Halen, possibly I will. When David Lee Roth left Van Halen, a lot of people were like, well, what's this band going to be? And Sammy Hagar joined the band and they were arguably as successful in terms of, of, of certainly concert sales and even more successful if you talk about album sales and hitting number one and things like that. Now, you can talk about the, the quality of the music. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that debate. But my point is that band figured it out for another 10 years, had 10 years with Roth, 10 years with Hagar. Then when Sammy Hagar left the band, they were not able to really figure it out. And then they had to, they went with Gary Sharon from Extreme, went back to that was not uh, Sammy years. Hagar, then back to, <laughs> yeah, then, then back, to, back to David Lee Roth. So it's not to guarantee that they can figure out, Netflix can figure out what's next, but I have some confidence that they might. I think it's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. All, All right, right, Kirby, I, you have topic choices. Oh, okay. We can either doing... talk, yeah, we can all, and then we're going to do picks because okay. either one of these is going to be quick. We need to talk about, for 2024 business trend predictions okay. or if you want to push that to next week i do have a top three bottom three that i think i think you can really relate to it's up to you top three bottom three excellent i thought you might say that. all right kirby this is something i think that's really going to relate to you and everybody else we're going to go top three bottom three days of the week all right here we go okay. want- <laughs> i love it <laughs> do you want the top let's go top three first if that's okay, okay sure with you. sure the third best day of the week. Okay. Monday. I yeah. like Mondays. I okay. think you do too. Mondays mm-hmm. energize me. It's yeah. the beginning of the week. I know Sundays technically from a calendar perspective, beginning of the week, but I look at Monday as the beginning of the week. There's so many possibilities. I like Mondays. Kirby, what, what are you okay with that ranking? That is, I, it's, I love, this is the, the controversial kind of hot take moment of the thing, but I dig it. Cause again, if you are purposeful and excited about what you're building, Mondays are not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. All right. Second best day of the week, Kirby, Saturday. Okay. I love a good Saturday. We, the previous week's done. Yeah. You're not thinking about the next week. It's just a day of maybe you get some things done around the house. Maybe you do some cooking, maybe you watch football, whatever it is. It's this day of that's really yours. I like uh, Saturdays. I, I I got I got no argument with that one. That was a good one. All right, no argument. The best day of the week, very controversial here. Oh, no. Thursday. Thursday <laughs> is the best day of the week, and here's why. Okay. Number one, I get to podcast with you generally. Okay. But number, that's... but but the real reason is most of the week is has been completed. You you've yeah. got most of your work done. And there's the promise of, of, of what's to come in terms of the weekend. Friday's always great. Saturday, you know, Sunday, all that. It, you, you have, you have that uh, kind of thing to look forward to. I love Thursday, Thursdays, period. Just do best day of the week. Hands okay. down. 
So I, so I love that you love Thursdays, but this colors the other two choices that you just made, right? Like the idea that There's Friday only... is not in your top three is just, nope. it's going to get pushed back, right? Like, and it, so that, that would be my only, only, again, I love Thursday. We do Thursday, Thursday. I get to podcast with mm -hmm. you on Thursday. So I'm in, and you, this is one of those weird things I'm about to tell is yeah. I have stopped drinking on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So today I get yeah. to have a beer. Yeah. And there you so go. I love that. So I'm in my only pushback. Okay. And you'll, yeah. you'll, address this i'm sure in the bottom three is that yeah, you're one right. of the reasons yeah. i like friday really really well is that yeah. everybody else loves friday and then it because they're in a good mood it makes it it kind of adds less friction to my day so that that would be my only pushback kirby here's why you're thousand percent wrong yeah, I um I might be <laughs> many people like fridays and i love fridays but most people like them for the wrong reasons because right. i hate their jobs their yeah. shit's broken and all that yeah so that's why i would disagree with you just okay. a little bit okay so bring me the bottom three so i'm sure friday's gonna be in it so let's see bottom <laughs> three number three the third worst day of the week sunday okay it's not that great it's fine mm -hmm. It's okay, yeah. but I always find myself getting a little antsy on Sunday. I I, I work from home, so yeah. I have a hard time not starting to think about how excited I am okay. for Monday. Okay, all right. So ten, it tends to be kind of almost a hybrid day for me. Well, and I'll, I, I'll go with this one. Okay, I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go with you on this one. And I think that part of it is it's the idea of the Sabbath, and you're supposed mm -hmm. to be a rest day. And I really struggle. I struggle yeah. with not having a plan. I I try yeah. to not. And so I actually don't do well with that. So I I like it. That's a good one. All right. The second worst day of the week, Wednesday. Wednesday, it's it's fine. It's again, middle of the week. It really has no meaning. Um, it's hump day. You know, I always hate that one. Hump day is it hump day. Yep. Um Wednesday, it just there's there's nothing really clinging on to Wednesday. I don't ever look forward to a Wednesday. Okay, I like that. That's good. Okay. And Kirby, the worst day of the week, by far, without question, Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday yeah, is sense. the worst day of the week. Uh, there's only seven days, so one got left out. That was Friday. Okay. Tuesday's the worst day of the week. You're you're done with the excitement of Monday. Okay. You have most of the work week ahead of you, and so that that can be good, bad. I mean. I yep. think we all prefer a vacation week over a work week. Yep. Uh, so you have a lot of work ahead of you. Uh, it, it just seems like it, it's it's just like there's there's, no, there's never ending. I'm never going to get to Thursday, Thursday. which yeah. I think we all want to get to. So okay. Tuesday, by far the worst day of the week. I can't wait to hear what the audience has to say about this. And by the way, I love your hot takes. These are fun. This is yeah. even if you're I, yeah. I, there's there's nothing better than hot takes on things that truly don't matter. All right, Kirby, speaking of things that barely matter, let's talk about our football picks. You had a great week last week. You went five and one, yeah. which means you're overall um, 11 and 16. I mean, so, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, 11, 11 victories, five losses. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I, I had an okay week, four and two. That's still a good week. I am also, yep, I'm also 11 wins, five losses. We are dead, dead tied. Okay. Dead tied. Are you ready for the games this week? All right. So this week for the for colleges, let's go through them. All ranked teams. I love it when ranked teams play. You know that. Number 11th ranked Notre Dame coming off a very tough loss to um, your weird coach Ohio State team. Visiting oh, Duke. 
Number 17, Ryan Day is a strange man and he needs to stop coloring his beard, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Um, Notre Dame, 11th ranked, goes to Duke, ranked number 17. Who you got? You know, I'm a lot of times this is what I do is I, I vote with my heart, not my uh, head on this. Uh, right. It's at Duke, which gives me some trouble, but I, I'd like to, I think I, I think that Notre Dame will bounce back uh, yeah. and stay relevant in the conversation. And that also helps Ohio State. So I'm, I'm going to say oh, Notre Dame wins this one. I, hold on. Do you smell that? I smell an upset. That's what I smell. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Notre Dame can't get enough players on the field on consecutive plays. So I really have no uh, belief that they can go into Duke and win. Give me Duke. All right. Kansas ranked number 24 at Texas ranked number three. That's in Austin. Now, yeah, Kansas has a rich history lately of beating Texas when they're not supposed to, just to remind you. Where did you say that one? Um, it's in Austin. It's yeah. in Austin. Yeah, give me Texas all day, every day. Right. Well, I don't know if you can smell. <sighs> I smell an upset. Give me, give me Texas. Um, okay. <laughs> give me Texas in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 13th ranked LSU Tigers going into uh, Mississippi. Ole Miss at ranked number 20 going into Oxford. What do you got? Yeah, this, this was the tough one for me because um, yeah. LSU has looked both good and just atrocious this season, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Uh, but I just think they've got better horses. I'm going to go LSU on this one. Yeah. Didn't know horses played on the team. Very interesting <laughs> note to put down. Um I smell an upset, Kirby. Give me the Ole Miss Rebels in an upset in Oxford. All right, okay. Kirby. Let's go to the pro ranks. We, again, just to remind everybody, all proceeds, uh, Kirby and I have a bet. The loser uh, donates $100 to PPEF, the Promotional Products Education Foundation. All right, Kirby. Tonight, Thursday night, the Detroit Lions at the Jordan Love Green Bay Packers. Who do you got? Yeah, I, I think this is the the uh, show up game for the mm -hmm. Detroit Lions. I think they've had this game circled on their their calendar uh, since the beginning of the season. So I think that this is the moment that uh, the Lions show up for real. And so I'm picking the Lions. Um, all our NFL picks this week are division foes. I like division play much like I like top 20 matchups in the colleges. And if there's one thing I've learned in both years I've watched football is that when division opponents play, you got to throw out the records. You got to throw out the records here. Uh, give me the fighting Dan Campbells of Detroit in, an, uh, in a win there. All right. Uh, Baltimore, the Ravens at your beloved Cleveland Browns. Who do you got? Who do you got? Uh, so this is the easy one for me to pick because I would pick the Browns no matter what. That being said, the Browns defense is ridiculous. If Deshaun Watson can recapture even a little bit of what he was back in 2019 Browns are going to be legit. So I, I think the Browns win this yeah. game. And here's where the written word would not do you well. Um, the word ridiculous. When you say the Browns defense is ridiculous, but then you say the Cowboys defense is ridiculous. <laughs> um, two different meetings there guys. Anyway, <laughs> back to our, back to our picking. Um, I, I tell you what, again, division foes, you got to, throw out the records give me the fighting massage therapists here i will take the browns <laughs> all right wolf and what is probably the game of the week 
the Miami Dolphins, who put up 70, 70. points last week Crazy. Uh, at the Buffalo Bills. That's in Buffalo, Kirby. Mm. This is going to be the game of the week. And because of dumb NFL flexing schedules, uh, it's going to be a, a one o'clock Eastern time start. Yeah, um, this was this is a tough one to pick, but uh, what's what's the date? Today of, of the game, October the first. So not December, not January, not December, not January. That's correct. Yeah, it's going to fall me. The the weather's going to be fine. Mm. Yeah, Miami's looked too good to pick against, so I'm going Dolphins on this one. Yeah, give me uh, the fighting Devin A. Chains uh, from uh, Miami. I will take Miami in an upset. Uh, not an upset. Yeah, I guess that might be an upset. But I'll tell you who's never upset. It's our good pals over at PXP who are reminding you again, now is the time to finish your year strong. And if your end of year includes needing quality, creative, and amazing decorated apparel. There's no better partner to choose than our good pals at PXP Solutions. Bruce Jolish would love to engage you with his team. You can call him at 214-226-3105, or you can email him, bruce at pxpsolutions.com. I guarantee you, you're not going to be sorry you did, Kirby. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you again for the lovely nomination. It really did come as a surprise when Kevin Walsh called me. I had no idea. Um, and so thank you very much. Congrats, buddy. Um, and uh, thank you very much. And I guess I can say thank you again as we thank everybody for listening to this thankful podcast. Thank you. Thank you.